0: Jcastnetwork.org. This is Daily
1: Daf Differently, and I am Rabbi Steve Kane. Today we will be looking at Masechet Shabbat, Tzadi Dalet, Amud Aleph, and Amud Bet. Masechet Shabbat, page ninety-four, A and B. Page ninety-four, A and B. Refer back to the Mishnah at the very end of ninety-three B. That Mishnah continues the discussion about what one may carry from a private domain to a public domain. Carrying from one domain to another is considered one of the thirty-nine prohibited activities on Shabbat, and if one did so inadvertently, one is liable to bring a khatat, a uh, um, sin offering. And so the Mishnah now discusses uh is there a minimal measure as to what one can carry, and um, is there a specific purpose to what one indeed is carrying? So the Mishnah begins with the following, a ninety-three b, pachot mikashiur patur af al hakli. So if you are carrying something from one area, from one domain to another. But what you are carrying is not really significant enough. It is uh, so small that, as they defined elsewhere, it is less than a volume of a dried fig. Uh, In that case, you are patur from what you are carrying. It isn't significant enough to be carrying. And you are also um, patur, you're also exempt from having the container with you, from from carrying the container, uh, because the container itself is not um, important enough. Although the container, of course, aids in the transport, it's considered to be something which is um, secondary to the food. You would not have carried the container if you didn't have some food in it. The next example the Mishnah gives uh, deals with a human being. It says, That if you have to carry a human being who is alive on a bed, that you are exempt both from carrying the human being and also from carrying the bed. And the reason for that is that the human being, in a sense, helps to carry themselves. There is a principle, chai no se et atzmo, that that which is alive helps transport itself. And so the human being will try to balance themselves, to make it easier, to lighten themselves, uh, and to somehow make it um, easier for the person who is carrying and so therefore they are assisting in that act, and so they're exempt from a khatat from a sin offering in that case, too. But it then continues: Ethamit Babita Chayav. If, on the other hand, someone is um, no longer alive and you decide to move them, uh, in that case, since you are moving an object and um, that object is not obviously helping you, is no longer alive you are then obligated on a chathat, on a sin offering, for that um, transfer from one domain to another. Now, Mishnah continues with some other examples, but it concludes uh, by emphasizing once again the view of Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon poter. Rabbi Shimon exempts him. Uh, Rabbi Shimon holds that if something is a what's called a malacha, she'eino tzricha gufa. That, uh, the, that the work which is needed there was not um, for a specific purpose, um, then um, it is not really considered work which is prohibited on Shabbat. And so therefore, for example, if you had to move a, a Sefer Torah, if you moved the Torah from one place to another in order to read from it, that would be an example of something which is needed for a specific purpose. But uh, in the case of moving, for example, a corpse, there is no need for it at that moment, and so therefore moving it according to him would be uh, okay, at least okay according to the rules of the Torah. Now there's a lot of discussion about this on 94A and B, but uh, specifically to go back to the question of the uh, of the person who had died, we have an interesting situation that... Um, that arises that, um, uh, that that discusses the whole question of what exactly does it mean when a corpse gets moved. So we're told in 94b that in a place called the um, uh, there was a situation where Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak allowed a corpse to be taken out to a Carmelit. Now what is a Carmelit? A Carmelit is something which is not a uh, public area, but it's not a private area. And so the prohibition of transferring from a private area uh, to a public area doesn't quite hold. But the rabbis prohibited in general that kind of transfer, even though the Torah did not, uh, because it was too close to the public area. So he was questioned by um, uh, Rav Yochanan, who was the brother of Mar, the son of Rabbana. uh, And he said, under what authority did you permit this? Because even Rabbi Shimon, who says in the Mishnah that you are patur, that you don't have to bring a khatat, he does not give permission for it to be moved because it is still prohibited by the rabbis to move a dead body. So while he says you are not obligated on a chatat for this, he did, on the other hand, say that you, uh, he, he did under, it was understood by him that you couldn't move the, the dead body because it would violate a rabbinic prohibition. Rabbi Nachman bar Yitzchak replies to him that this is something that Rabbi Shimon himself not only would permit, but would actually go and do it. And not only Rabbi Shimon, but Rabbi Yehuda, who is more strict in questions of uh, transferring from one area to another, he too would say this is not a violation of Torah law, because I specifically moved the body to a Carmelite, which is prohibited by the rabbis. And in this case, there's a very important principle which he mentions. The principle is That human dignity is so great that it pushes off, that it suspends a prohibition of the Torah. Now, this principle is something which the rabbis could have expanded on and permitted almost anything, and so they're careful not to expand on it too much. But simply stating it here lets us know that the human dignity, whether it be of the corpse, which would not have been very dignified for it to sit in a uh, private domain uh, uh, exposed, or perhaps the human dignity here is not just to the corpse, but to the people who are around who will feel uh, uncomfortable with the dead body, uh, whether it be just simply for its presence or maybe the uh, fact that it would be decomposing and it would not be pleasant to to be around. Uh, in any case, um, that human dignity is enough to say that the prohibition of usually transferring something from a private domain to a uh is suspended. And uh, and that question in general of what is the role of human dignity in halakha is something that is uh, is quite important, even though the rabbis will ultimately restrict it so that we don't, permit every single thing that might come along and say it has to do with kvod habriot. Uh, nevertheless the idea that halakha is made for us not only to follow God's commands, not only to follow God's will but also to bring dignity from one human being to another, that is an extremely important principle, one which is uh, 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 made clear to us right here on Shabbat in the area of caring, that human dignity is something which halakha upholds to
0: its highest degree